Hey, Jean. Hey, how's it going? Going good. Going good. How um, are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm feeling a little, little hot. It's like getting warm out, and I finally got an AC. So it's a weird period where it's kind of cold in the morning, but then it gets really, really hot, and then at night it just cools down so fast. Like I, I walk out in a sweatshirt, it's like 80 outside, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, it's like 40. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> Well, don't get like uh, uh, pneumonia or something. Something. No, and like you have to do layers, and there's all sorts of stuff that I think you're supposed to do in this season. But I can't wait till I can just walk out in a t-shirt and not really worry about it. That's that's coming. <laughs> so um, I wanted to um, talk about um, the concept of marriage, just because I'm curious. I think it sort of changes. Uh, for people, meaning, um, I think it's as you grow, like your opinions change. Um, so I wanted to see kind of where you stand on that as a millennial. So my opinions on marriage are interesting because, like, growing up, I saw lots of people sort of get together. If you like, as a as a human, you look around, you're born. Uh, a lot of people partner up and I don't think that it's like exactly intuitive of why people and animals sort of partner up. Like why not, why not three pairs? Why not five pairs? Why not, why not no pairs? And it does seem sort of arbitrary that nature somehow favors like couples. And obviously it has to do with reproduction and all the, like, like the biological stuff, but society in general very heavily favors marriage as a as like a concept you get you get tax benefits from marriage you get all sorts of societal benefits like i remember when i was i think i was in college and i was like shopping with my girlfriend at the time and we were buying something silly like at like a bobs furniture but we weren't buying furniture we were buying like some sort of like table or something and the person there judged us so hard because we weren't married and they thought that we were living together, which like none of those things were true. But this lady judged us for like religious reasons, because I guess that she like part of her religion was that you needed to get married. And, and that's when I kind of became anti-marriage in general, where it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense of why, if you, if you like a person, why do you need to get another sort of power involved, whether it be religion or government or and, and any sort of force driving you, why why is there this pressure that other people put on I'm gonna say younger folks to to get together not just casually, but in a way that makes it very difficult to get together. Like marriages are horrific project management like projects they're they're enormous like lots of money lots of time lots of stress for a single party and i like i know i was never for it but i do acknowledge that if you're part of a culture where being married has some sort of benefits like raising kids and you know both parents have the same last name and it makes it easier to like pick up from a school so there, there are benefits, and if if that's what you're going for, you know, perfect. But in general, I'm always very like skeptical when 
a religious group or the government or some sort of like social structure pushes people in this direction that's supposed to be one way. And I, I don't, I don't know. It, it like gives me a weird feeling of like someone's trying to control you. So that's, that's where I'm at. Well, I want to say that um, when it comes to taxes, there are some benefits, but there are a lot, a lot of provisions that are co- that are called unofficially marriage penalty. So it's not totally entirely true. Um, you know, there are some breaks when you support a dependent, a child, or whatever, a relative, but um, there are some tax penalties. Um, when you're married sometimes. So like there are certain situations. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think people are getting married exactly for tax benefits. Cause I mean, it's not worth it, but like in my case, getting married, it sort of brought me down a tax bracket because my wife was making significantly less. So like our joint income was basically just mine and it was nice getting that tax break, but that's not like what being married is and as millenniums and sort of growing up still seeing everyone get together and now we have this weird like change or shift in mindset where people are getting married later because they're like waiting till they're stable i also never really understood that like what is it what does it mean for you to <laughs> be ready to be married like i don't I, it like never registered to me because like you're never going to be ready. People are always changing and there's this intense pressure to like discover yourself. And a, a lot of the people around me, they're, they, they have this idea that something's going to click one day. You're going to find some sort of soulmate figure and everything will always be the same no matter what. And that's not true in my sort of reality where I feel like when you are with another person, whether it be like a significant other or family or friend or coworker, people change over time and they experience different things. And when the people get out of sync, so I might've like a good example is like a car accident for like I was in a car accident. I was fine. And my life wasn't really affected, but my wife, she got into a car accident and she couldn't drive for months. And I don't think that it's wrong but because, you know, every person's experience is, is their own and valid. But these these diversions from a shared understanding of cars are convenient ways of getting around quickly shifted to one person thinks that they're fine. Another person thinks that they're super scary death traps. Both of those realities are sort of true. And that's the like that that change I think causes a lot of tension and I don't think a lot of people like talk about it. Like when I got married, no one really made, made this a point. And even, even if they did, I don't think that it's something that you could read or talk about until you feel it. Cause I feel like the feeling is very subtle. So what feeling is subtle? The feeling of like not being on the same page, but also knowing that in, in the long run, you'll always be changing and you'll never be fully on the same page with someone. Even if you come closer or further, I think it's more of a spectrum where you're like, 
80% on the same page on this topic, but then you can have an experience that the other person doesn't, or you can perceive an experience in different ways that like is, is just different. And that causes a lot of pressure and stress in relationships that a lot of people kind of handle poorly. And I don't know, it, it, it's, it's like a tough situation, like relationships in general and interacting with humans. And like for me, for sure, I don't, I don't know a lot about myself, about my own psychology. And I'm very interested and I'm always like trying to figure myself out. And I've always found it easier figuring other people out. But then once I think that I figured someone out, they do change. And that change is the part that I struggle with. It takes me much longer to like figure out where a person is at now, as opposed to make that first initial like, oh, I understand this person. And like, I never really understood them, but I for sure have a much harder time understanding how how their perspective or opinion on something changed. Well, people definitely change. I think that, and um, you know, where I grew up, um, it used to be, it has changed since then kind of became more American. I think um, and America changed also um, kind of from the sixties um, and seventies, um, you know, it evolved and um, it became more, um, customary to get married later to have kids later to which I kind of um like it's it's a balancing act I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that um but what I never understood is like you know my parents uh, got married fairly late my mom was 23 my dad was 24 um many people got married at 18 19 um and what I didn't don't understand or never really understood is at 19 or 20 or even 24 or 25 or even 28 sometimes, um, you don't you don't know who you are yet. So how can you know who the other person is that you're marrying? That's I mean, something that I never could grasp. There is this idea, and I felt it for sure, where it, there's this like romantic notion of growing up together, where everyone like you know saw the TV show or movie where like the, the the two neighboring kids grew up together and they were friends, and then you know they eventually got together and lived happily ever after. But that that experience of having a buddy that grows with you differently together and have someone that can experience the same sort of changes or maybe if they're not the same, just to have a, a person with you that's consistent in all of the changes that your life might take you on. There, There's some comfort in, in growing up together where it's kind of like having old friends. Like the older you get, the more you want to hang out with people that you used to know when you were younger, is a quote from somewhere. And <laughs> I I feel that like the older I get, the more I want to like reach back out to my high school friends or I I find meeting new people, you know, fun and exciting, but I place them in a different category than my old friends because we didn't grow up together. And that that process of growing up together like sort of binds you closer 
but I think that it is also attainable in other ways. You don't have to grow up with someone to like truly love them or something. I think that you can do, um, what are those things called that like when you first join a company, like icebreakers, I think that icebreakers are a really interesting example of like corporate policy trying to help. And if it's implemented well, if you go through an experience with someone, I'm thinking like doing like a laser tag or skydiving is an extreme example, or like doing some sort of task, like helping someone move. I've I've gotten very close with people that I've done very sort of stressful, physically strenuous, mentally complex tasks together. You feel closer because you were able to achieve a goal and you you have this like shared understanding and a shared connection. So when you're a kid, everything's always changing. And if you have someone by you, it's like sort of for free. But as an adult, you need to seek out these experiences. So if, if someone's like, I don't know, 50 and they want to go on dates and meet someone new, I I would think that, you know, because I'm the best person to give relationship advice, um, <laughs> I would think that they should, you know, have the normal dates, go out to dinner, movies, whatever. But like, do something interesting. Do an escape room. Do like a challenging hike. Do something where you have to get to know the person more than just, you know, he chews loud and I don't like that. Like, see how you work together. Yeah, I agree. I think actually that's a good, that's a good idea. Um, interesting. Interestingly enough, I think um, where I grew up living together first wasn't kind of was looked down upon. I mean, I, I think based on what you said, it's still looked down upon even in the U.S. But uh, but I think at least in in New York uh, metropolitan area, people are more kind of open to that. Maybe even across the country, I don't know because I don't live there. Um, <laughs> but so I'm only speaking from the New York experience. But I actually think that that's wrong. I think that you need to live with someone before you get married. You need to see them every day and see who they are, what they do. Kind of like I think it's a mistake to get married without living together. That's just my opinion. What's the like? I get that, and I, you know, half agree. But this constant change that both people are on, I think that sort of overrides it. You can get married to someone without ever meeting them. And if you're both committed and you're in a community where that's important, I think that that could work out just the same. I don't know, like statistics or anything, but it intuitively it feels that, of course, you want to get to know the person, you want to try it out, you want to like, let's say you want to live together for a year before you talk about getting engaged. But if you look at the long, the long-term view of we're going to be together for let's say twenty years, the first ten years and the the second ten years, you're entirely different people, and you don't really know how people will change, what sort of experiences you're both going to go through, and like sure you can get married, find out that you're not a good match, but then if you're committed or in a society, you know, social structure that. It, for some reason encourages you to stay together through the hard times. I think that the hard times and the good times sort of come in cycles. And I don't think there's any intrinsic value in staying together. I think that people can do what they want and the outcomes is still just like, you're going to you know, pay taxes and die. But 
having having that upfront knowledge of change is a thing and it's not predictable and just like make the best decisions in real time don't don't like worry too much about the future because i think people are pretty bad at predicting the future and i think i think it's all fine i I don't i used to think that it's really good to like live with someone before you get married but my opinion sort of now returns null i i don't think that's like an interesting thing to talk about although living together is that sort of first sort of stressor where you're like this person is ridiculous i could never get used to them snoring and guess what you can like you get some earplugs you 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 find solutions to problems and yeah i don't know living together isn't a big interesting topic for me i guess well um well i think that um there's there's kind of like a balancing thing so i think a lot of um girls especially i mean i'm speaking from experience so not like making generalizations but are raised um thinking that you know getting married is the ultimate goal um i mean it's less and less um in the past you know 10 15 years but I think it still kind of exists, this dream of a uh, prince or princess charming, you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy kind of stays with you since you're a kid. Um, I personally did not have that, meaning like for me, you know, kids and family was, I was like, well, if I meet someone great, then yes. If not, then no. Like it was never the ultimate goal, you know, like never the end goal for me. But in terms of like, definitely living together for some time. I think, like you said, going through some sort of an experience where you actually achieve something before you even get married um, is important. Um, But in general, um, I mean, I personally think that at least from my perspective, when, you know, when you have kids with someone and you're not married be, at least the woman me would feel um, like uh, less self-confident, more insecure, maybe not because I know couples like that. And that's exactly what I see the women feel. Uh, feels like I'm not worthy, you know, of even being a wife, that kind of stuff. So like, there's a lot of different things and insecurities that I think that come um, from the, not society, but more like, um, it's easier to get out. There's no ugly split of, of anything, you know, um, that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's still as, as dramatic. And, um, also I've seen marriages that are, are, um, kind of a woman, for example, I know this one couple, I actually don't know her. I know him and, um, you know, they've had two kids. Um, and then she started using drugs and failed to show up for, custody hearings and just that the whole thing dragged for like three years and stuff like that. Um, but, um, and it was ugly and he, you know, finally got the custody of children. She didn't even want the custody. So like, like this person just woke up one day and said, you know what, I'm going to be a drug, a drug user. Right. And that's it. Like drug addict. Um, and, um, so like there are a lot of things kind of, but I think that the actual institution of marriage has nothing to do with that. Meaning that if you are not married with that person, um, 
it could still have happened. Yeah, and again, I, I, like, I'm not sure how strongly I feel about this, but I think that 100% of marriages happen because other people have gotten married and that's just like the common thing to do. And you don't, you don't really know a different way. And now with the internet, with technology, you're exposed to more niche lifestyles that maybe you never saw someone in an alternative relationship, but now you can like read a book about it or follow them on Twitter. So as people learn more about what's available, more people will try it out. And I don't think that's good or bad. I think it's just going to happen. You present a million people with, you know, five different options as opposed to two, a certain percentage of them will be attracted to like these alternative options. And I don't, like who who who's to say that anyone's wrong or right as long as you think you're doing the right thing or that's just like the best you can do i don't i don't like judge people too hard on their situations cuz a lot of times you don't really have a choice you're born into a family where you know marriage is either important or it's not or and i think you just do what you know and it feel like like even me like i grew up seeing all of the people around me try to get together. And that's like a drive that I have, but I wonder what would have happened if I had a different experience. And now with the internet, with technology, you're able to sort of see that. Like you can go on YouTube and probably follow a couple that's living a a life that you could never imagine. And that's also like eye-opening. So, yeah. Open your mind. I guess. I guess. Um, I, I mean, I think there are good things about marriage. More like, you know, you commit to this person, you know, whatever. You commit to building a life together. And I think that there's a lot of a lot of the disappointment has to do with unmet expectations or maybe having unreasonable expectations as well. So there's definitely a lot of, um, um, the, a lot of things. My experience has been positive. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, any relationship, married or not is not um, is not a always happy time kind of thing. So I think that kind of going into that, um, knowing knowing that um, is gives you kind of I guess kudos to, <laughs> or bonus points or whatever um, to actually do it better. And I think that also commitment is important. Um, if to make it work, I think from both sides and a lot of patience too. Yeah. And these words, like they means like they, they mean different things to different people. And I've had my share of like, I don't want to say bad relationships. Cause I don't, I don't think any of my relationships were bad. Cause bad is too generic of a word, but with every person that I interact with, it, it changes you in a certain way and makes you think differently or, because everyone is just like, you know, slightly different and being more open-minded is what I've been trying to do. And at that point, yeah, just be open-minded, let people do what they are, like let them let them be. And if they float in and out of your life or you you get married and you're stuck there forever, I don't think there's a there's like a wrong or a right way. People are just trying to figure it out and Lots of unexpected things happen, and it's how you deal with it that, like, 
causes you to feel whether it was a, like a positive or a, ne- a negative experience. And even then, I'm not I'm not sure you have a lot of choice in that. I think your brain chemistry handles a lot of that stuff for you. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, you generally do have a choice uh, generally, but um, but I think that if we if we want to make a good choice, we should spend some time thinking about it. I think not a lot of not enough people spend the time thinking about it. Do you agree? Yeah, and maybe choice isn't exactly the right word. I've I've settled on influence, where I don't have a lot of choices that I can say, okay, now this is going to happen and it's going to happen. But I think that people have different levels of influence and the influence come from like the level of effort that you want to put in. And I'm willing to give up a lot of time and effort and you know money or whatever to, to be accepting and to try to figure it out. And like a lot of my mental sort of anguish comes from just churning, trying to understand what's going on and reading books helps reading like stories of people helps and just seeing different perspectives. But not a lot of people are like that. Some, some people just want the traditional lifestyle and that's also fine. But I think it's also fine with, if they, you know, wake up one morning and now they want to change and it doesn't really matter like how that happens i think you i think like i think anything is valid if you want to like put in the effort but not everyone does so you you're you're always working with like multiple parties just because i'm willing to accept something doesn't mean that another person is yeah sure i agree all right good conversation thanks so much eugene yep see you next week